So we have been the ones telling people there's danger, watch them, and they're the ones looking at us saying we're crazy, right? Yeah. And now somehow something's managed to flip this entire system on its ear where now they're the ones out saying the world's doomed and we're going, hey, calm down a little bit. Like. <laughs> Welcome to Political Roundtable. My name is Ryan Christian. With me, as always, is Tim Bryant. Joining us today, we've got a Vagabond regular, Jay the Explorer. How are you doing today, Jay? Very good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, good to have you, brother. Well, uh, before we get into some of the darker matters of the world, uh, let's break down some of the political happenings that we've been seeing in the, the news in the last, last week. Uh, first off, I'd like to kind of dive into what's been going on with Donald Trump. Um, obviously, that's, it's kind of hard not to talk about that when we're talking about politics today as much as some of us probably don't want to talk about Donald Trump anymore. Um, but uh, really, I think the, the largest issue on the table today is whether or not we are going to see him follow through with his promises or fall back to the establishment line like everyone else has in the past. So uh, where, are you guys, where are you feeling on that, everyone? What's, what's, your, uh, what's your take on Donald Trump and whether or not he's going to follow through with his promises? I think you're already starting to see him fall back on his promises. Um, you know, well, you have the Obamacare, although... The two provisions that he wanted to keep, I actually do agree with. So I'm, I can't um, hate on him on that. It's the one with the pre-existing conditions. And also you can keep on your parents' insurance till you're 26. That actually did help me. So I can't complain on that one. Um, so th actually those two provisions, I don't really mind. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I, I definitely think that some of the things he's deciding to do are not necessarily wrong or you know, they help some people definitely, but I think what people are upset about is is the fact that he's not following through with what he said. I mean, even though politics are, no, it's never clear cut, but the fact that he is immediately stepping away from the direction that he was staunchly going towards, which was obviously Hillary Clinton going to prison and you know doing away with Obamacare, which both, I mean, he she, he called Clinton a good person the other day, which just blew my mind, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, just, just taking a step back, do, you, do we still have a representative democracy when the people that we're voting to do certain tasks, as soon as they're elected, they turn around and they very explicitly aren't going to do them? I, I, I would argue we don't have a, a, a representative democracy. I would argue it's a dictatorship. They just lie to you to get elected. And, you know, by now it's a joke. Oh, politicians lie. We know they're lying because their lips are moving. Ha, ha, ha. That's really not funny. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about the difference between a government that represents the people and a government that just gives lip service to the people and then just does whatever the heck it wants. It's, uh, it, it's frankly a horrifying thing. And it's really, it's just laughed off. Um, you know, as, as far as specifics on, on Donald Trump, I mean, you'd, you'd have to ask me specifics. I, I'm still not 100% convinced uh, he's going to get in. We got the Electoral College vote right. on uh, December 19th, and there is a lot of money and, and power behind Clinton. You know, right. the, that, that faction uh, has billions of dollars behind it. It has the FBI. It has the Department of Justice. It has the Attorney General behind it. So, you know, if, if they do... As long as they do something that seems somewhat plausible and they can sell it through uh, through the corporate media, 
you know, a lot of people are going to be pissed off, myself included. Um, if it did, if the Electoral College did get flipped to, to Clinton, but what are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do if, if, if the FBI is like, no, no, no crime here. No, and the CIA is, uh, you know, rubbing out anybody that, uh, that, that may have some damaging information. What, what do you do? Well, right. at that point, I, 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 would, I would call that a coup. And I think that a lot, a lot of Americans will, you know, not just right wing. There's uh, pe people that are paying attention. And I'm not right wing. I'm not right wing. I'm not left, left wing. I, I jumped off the bird two years ago. I'm not on, I'm not on that bird. So the wings mean nothing to me. I I just wanted to be a a free country. And and you know what? Actually, if uh, I voted Obama the first time before I figured out this whole game, I was still very naive, and um, I would have been completely fine if he had delivered on his promises. You know, pulled out of the wars and and uh, enacted radical transparency in government and that's all good you know i'm i'm, I'm actually fine with that I, it's just the farther we go down this road the more criminal it seems the government is it, it's really just a, a what is it james corbett calls it a cacistocracy a rule by the very worst of us and i, I mean i have to agree with that so yeah you know i i, I guess i'm looking at uh larger issues than specific campaign promises. Uh, I, I did see that, uh, gosh, where was it? a business insider did an article on, um, that said uh, Trump was rearranging his uh, transition team to push out a bunch of lobbyists. So yeah, that's, that's good. good, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, there, there's, there's three important things to, I mean, we threw up, went over a whole bunch of information there. I mean, first off, I think it's really important to point out that, you know, what's going on with Electoral College and what's possible as far as people, are, what we're talking about, it's, it's important to lay out what's actually legal. And it's in the Constitution that this Electoral College is within their rights to elect Hillary Clinton if they so choose. I mean, there are 21 states in the United States that are what's called faithless electors, which they're not obligated to elect who the people vote for. That's a fact. And that's shocking. I mean, most people don't even, aren't even aware of that, which kind of further goes to your point that we no longer live in a democracy. And anyone that watches our, watches our shows or reads the, our website is well aware that I feel that we are so far away from a democracy. I mean, most people feel that way. I mean, we have, we've had heads of state and ex-presidents speak out about that, but it's quite clear that we're not in a democracy. And that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing, because democracy hasn't seemed to be working for us so far anyway, but what we're saying we're, we're existing in is not necessarily what we have. But right. as far as the Electoral College goes, I mean, on the 19th, when they decide to pick, they could essentially pick Hillary Clinton. And there are multiple movements trying to make that happen. There's movements that are essentially trying to get Clinton, like to abolish the Electoral College altogether, only sure. because their, their candidate didn't win this time, which is kind of funny. It's not a new occurrence that the popular vote doesn't necessarily mean they win. But, you know, and, but then there's a whole other faction that's literally trying to do what, what they call bring in a compromise candidate, which is very interesting. And I've never, this has never happened before. And, and somebody, they're talking about John Kasich and, you know, basically subbing in a candidate that they feel everybody would be okay with instead of either of them. I mean, that's interesting. <laughs> I, that's hadn't, I hadn't heard that. I hadn't yeah. heard that. Uh, so, uh, where, where are you picking up on that? Oh, well, that, that's, I mean, that, that's, that you can find that on mainstream news today, definitely. But that's something oh, that, okay. I mean, this is in the Constitution. I mean, they're, they're, this, they're, I think it's Article 2, which allows them to, to take these actions. It's, it's, it's quite crazy because 
many people would stand back and look at this without knowing it's in the Constitution and outright call that un-American, mm-hmm. which is absurd because it's quintessentially American. It's the Founding Fathers put it in the Constitution. But we're just, I mean, these are one of many things that the average person are completely unaware of that yep. completely dictate where our d- democracy goes. It's, it's outrageous. But I mean, it, what's funny is that we can also take notice of, I mean, looking at like media in a sense, because obviously we can admit that mainstream media is just another extension of the government today. And, right. and I mean, just take a stand. I've just had a conversation with my family about this. And, you know, it seems like everybody is becoming aware of the fact that media as a whole, mainstream media as a whole is completely biased. Like not just biased, they're no more than stenographers today. They're simply just putting out what they're told. And that's not, a, that's not an exaggeration today. I mean, there are still plenty of people within trying to accomplish good, but the establishments as a whole are lying to us. And if right. we can admit that, it's crazy that we can't, most people can't take that next logical step and say, yes, that means that the entire system is fraudulent. You know what I mean? But that's not happening. I mean, just look at what happened in the election. Every single thing they laid out for us to the last second was not only wrong, it was incredibly wrong. Like some people were projecting like 96% for Clinton to win. Right. I mean, the New York Times literally just put out an article saying they're planning to rededicate themselves to honest journalism, <laughs> which is basically, hey, we've been lying for a long time now. And we're going to try and be honest again. So bear with us. That's yeah. crazy. The, the implications of that are just, just, just staggering. I mean, the implications are, are that on their whim, they will put the entire United States and Western world under a sort of uh, artificial reality, an induced schizophrenia, if you will. And we saw that happen uh, on 9-11 and after 9-11, leading up to the invasion of Afghanistan, invasion of Iraq. Um, we, had, we saw this covering up the, the coup in Ukraine, trying to pretend like it was, oh, the Russians are invading. Uh, Yemen, Libya, it, it's... It, it's off the rails. It's it. I would I would certainly call it a, a dictatorship, a cacistocracy. It's uh, it it's no longer. It's a government that is no longer feels that it's bound by its constitution, and that's a terrifying thing. So, that's uh, I got out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's something that should be terrifying to anybody. I mean, when you realize, I mean, all these people that pretend like the constitution is no longer relevant. I mean, that's staggering right. to me when you really think about what that means. Yeah. You know, and that they're just pretty much standing back and saying that it's some archaic piece of paper when literally it is the outlining of, of the outlining of, of everything that gives us freedom in this country or rather what we think gives us freedom in this country. No, no, no. We, it, it, you're, you're, you need to even go a, a bit more fundamental. We have freedom by our nature, we have freedom. The Constitution doesn't doesn't give us anything. It doesn't restrict us anything. It mm-hmm. Constitution outlines the parameters by which the government can operate. It means nothing for you and me, nothing. But what it does mean is there's a very powerful entity that is supposed to act within these certain guidelines, and it's not even doing that anymore. It's a uh, you know, it's just. Just doing its own thing, uh, making money, slinging heroin, slinging coke, uh, you know, starting wars, murdering millions of people. You know, what are you going to do? We have the media. We can lie to everybody. Mm-hmm. If you become a problem, well, you know, you, you might you might suicide yourself. Right. It's uh, yeah. it, it, it's sleepless nights. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and that's the thing is that this, this is probably one of the most alarming concepts that we can think about today mm -hmm. because it, it's, it's, it's the disintegration of everything we think is the foundation of this country, but yet no one seems to be raising the alarm. And I, right. I, what you said there is very, very profound. I like that because you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, we outline what the federal government should be allowed to do or have an effect on our lives. But at the same time, you could even one step further than that, it's, it's in a way outlying the, you know, the rights that we have inherent as human beings also, not just as a government or a country, but that, you know, the, we have rights as human beings that are right. existing on this planet, not necessarily just in a country. And that's, that's right. what people tend to forget. Right. And so, the, so casting this document aside, like it doesn't matter anymore is playing right into what they're trying to accomplish. Right. And it's, that should be very alarming to anybody. Right. And, and, and somewhere along the way, uh, the, the phrase or the sentiment, uh, you know, a constitutionalist has, has become associated with extreme right wing, you know, trying to discredit it. Uh, there's a, there's a video there where a cop pulls a gun on a, uh, a guy washing his boat or something. And, 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 uh, you know, the, the guy washing his boat is like, what are you doing? And, uh, the cop is like, what are you, one of these crazy constitutionalists? And that's, that's just terrifying. A man with a gun, a man with a gun threatening an innocent person, basically saying there are no rules that apply to me. That's basically what he's saying right there. If, 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 any, if any trust in the Constitution makes, makes another man crazy and worthy of disdain, then he certainly doesn't respect the the constitution under which he is bound so he's not following the rules anymore that's just a man with a gun and and who knows what his personal boundaries are uh you know i sh I, I wouldn't trust him so uh yeah I'd, where do we go from here with that i don't know but uh <laughs> right you could make the argument that you know that that's all government is in the first place is really yeah. just you know using forced to take things from other people to benefit another group. I mean, that's, that's yeah. really all it is at the end of the day. Yeah. Especially when you got the wrong people in place. Right. You can certainly yeah. make that argument, you know, and nowadays we have a uh, big business. So uh, entrenched with government, it's, you could call it a Kazakhstocracy. You could call it a corporatocracy, uh, an oligarchy, uh, whatever. It's basically, it's extremely rich assholes have taken over the government and they're just running it to their benefit uh, that's mm -hmm. that's really what it comes down to and it's not and they're they're giving the illusion of uh of um respecting and supporting and uh, helping the people but it's an illusion it's just an illusion We're, we we get into the the uh pizza gate stuff and that that illusion becomes very apparent that is just yeah. an illusion Absolutely. Now, before we get onto that topic, though, when you had mentioned the idea of, of the coup, and it's yeah. something that was very relevant leading up to the election, and then seems like it just kind of fell off the map here because, uh, well, Trump won. So everyone's like, well, these, you know, we beat the establishment. But I think it's very important to discuss to a few things. Like, you know, really, what, you know, how do you feel about the idea that it's possible that Trump was meant to win all along? Or rather, that something changed along the line, like whether that is because of the coup or because of all the stuff coming out about the Clintons and they shifted Trump into the spot. It, both, both, both those ideas though, basically saying that, that it's all a game, right? So what do you, what do you think yeah. about that? I, I think either one of those is possible. And I, frankly, I'm on the fence as far as Trump, even if we get over the, uh, the December 19th hump with the electoral college, 
and if we get over that hump, I'll breathe a sigh of relief because uh, Hillary is, is, is certainly a bad actor. Uh, she's definitely, we don't want that faction in power. But what we don't know, as you just said, we don't know whether or not Trump is actually part of that same faction and just pretending to be the opposition, controlled opposition, you know. They, uh, the, the, the powers that be know how to present an opposition candidate to make them look genuine. And there are a few things that bother me about Trump. Um, he appears to me to have had at least a bit part in the 9-11 operation. He uh, put out a book like a year before 9-11 in uh, year 2000, where he, uh, he, he warns about Osama bin Laden uh, attacking the US and no, 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 no. We we know we know that had nothing to do with it. Uh, so to me, that that's a bit part. It's just a bit part. He did an interview also on uh, either it was either on 9/11 or the day after on uh, German media, basically supporting the narrative. Um, and he also did a commercial. I don't know if you've seen this. It's a a Serta commercial, I believe, with uh, sheep, like little cartoon sheep. And uh, there's one free, freeze frame where he's in a, a hotel hallway and he's right between the doors nine and 11 and the sheeps have numbers on <laughs> numbers on them. You know, the gag is, you know, counting sheep and the poor sheep are going to be out of work because uh, everybody has a lovely sort of mattress. And the, so the sheep were lamenting. But uh, there is a there is a specific scene where he's standing between two sheep and one of them is the nine and one of them is 11. So it, now it's possible that uh, somebody just slipped that past him and they're trying to frame him as being, you know, kind of in on this, that operation. It's really hard to know. And it's possible that when, when he did his book, he was given bad information and he just relayed that bad information. It's hard to know. Uh, and, and, you know, that's the, that's the task that we have in trying to dig for the truth. It's, man, it's, it's hard to know. And, so yeah, I do think it's very plausible that he is—he was intended to be the candidate all along, or like a chess game or like jujitsu. Maybe Clinton was the preferred candidate, but you know they had the backup plan in Trump. And 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 if the public rejected both of them, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if even say Jill Stein was part of this. Just you know, an extreme backup plan. Extreme backup plan. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love everything she's saying. If if I could have that that woman, and if she truly reflected what she says, and again, I have no way to know whether she does or not. If I could have that woman as president, I I would I I would probably cry happy tears if she actually <laughs> did what what she uh, would have promised to say. Right. But again, you know, she might just be the catch-all, uh, just in case. Gary Johnson's exactly like that, I would say. Like, he, yeah. I think he's more of a standout distraction than any of them, but you're right. Any number, all 19 of the candidates could have been distractions for all we know, and that totally actually good. makes sense when you really think about it. Yeah, yeah. So so it's hard to know. It's hard. Time will tell. Um, uh, I, I think Trump over Clinton is a good sign at least. He's he's not uh, banging the war drum against Russia. That that was my main concern because the US and NATO have been backing Russia into a corner where they're not gonna have an option except a first strike. Basically all the rhetoric that uh, that that Bush was uh, given about um, 
Saddam Hussein, we had, we got to hit him first, you know, so, uh, so we don't see what mushroom clouds as, uh, in, in American cities. That's a very real concern for, for Russia right now. I mean, the, the U S has moved, uh, missiles into, to Poland. Uh, they, they've got tanks all uh, in Estonia, I think Estonia, Latvia and Lithuania. It, it, they're they're basically right up on the borders, and then you know the the corporate news, CNN, BBC, and whatever just uh, shouts alarmist news that oh Russia is is saber rattling at its borders. Well, dude, you get tanks rolled up at its borders. It, it's it's not you know it, it's as if it's as if uh, Russia or China had moved all a whole bunch of troops on the border of Mexico, you know Mexico and the U.S. or Canada and the U.S. And uh, and then it's accusing us of aggression. It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But the way the way it's framed uh, by CNN and BBC and MSNBC and yeah, New York Times, um, it really reflects on on the way we perceive ourselves as a country. You know what I mean? Like the way that somehow we are obligated, if not. You know, that we have to be there right up along their borders to protect them or something. I mean, that's, at least that's right. what we tell the people. Right. It's crazy. Right. I, there's right. actually a really, cool, a really good video about that that shows, I mean, when you, know, when you think about the concept of another base in another country that we're not even at war with, that we have no right to be there. Right. And it's like saying, what if China came in and invaded Texas and yeah. put a military base there Absolutely. and claimed it was for our own protection? Right. That's literally the same thing yeah. we're doing, and we pretend like that's okay. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's it doesn't make a bit of sense. Well, I mean, what what I'm seeing in 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 with all of this, with you know, with Trump, I mean, even even hypothetically speaking, if Clinton would have won and Trump protesters would have gone crazy, mm-hmm. is is that all of this is leading up to? I mean, it's, it's fulfilling the corporate globalist agenda, the destabilization, you know, and and re- rebuild agenda, you know, and that's mm-hmm. and that's what people need to take a step back and realize that if if any of this WikiLeaks stuff has woken you up slightly. If any of this information we've seen in this whole 18-month process has opened your eyes to the real process, take that one step further and realize how deep this really goes. And that, yeah. that everything's happening for a reason, whether Trump's aware of it or not, whether he knows he's a pawn or not, is leading this, this nation to chaos. And it's, it's, we've been digressing for a long time now because that's the goal. You know, That's where Soros and these globalists are trying to lead us to essentially be able to step in and rebuild. You yeah. Know, a lot of these WikiLeak releases have been pretty amazing, and they hopefully should have opened some people's minds. And one of the uh, the darkest, which we're planning on talking about today, is is PizzaGate, and that's one yeah. that Jay here has been is uh, deeply, deeply researching. And it's yeah. it's one that is very alarming. I mean, most people are not even touching this. Even you know, the first about we should point out the fact that WikiLeaks has yet to release a single document that's been proven to be false. So reflect on that for a second, and then realize that. They've released documents that have dove into what looks like a massive pedophile ring at the highest levels of power. So why don't yeah. you tell us about that, Jay? That's a pretty alarming. Oh man, this is this is this is a, a difficult area of research, and it, this and that's frankly one of the one of the reasons it's able to stay underground is nobody wants to look at it, including me. Nobody wants to look at this, but we've we've seen. Uh, whispers more than whispers we've seen discussions of this uh in the past uh, the the franklin incident in dc back in the days of uh of uh, papa bush uh the the more recent uh scandal um with J- jimmy savile in uh in uh, london um 
it, it, it just seems that the, the Sandusky uh, uh, affair, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it just seems to keep coming up over and over and over again. We have, uh, you know, Elijah Wood talking about pedophilia in, in Hollywood, uh, Nicole Kidman with some really alarming stuff uh, talking about basically hunting parties where where they they send out naked kids and hunt them literally for sport uh, you know and and I'm, I'm i'm sitting i'm sitting here uh off to the side and i haven't seen any of this with my own eyes okay so i'm just trying to determine what the heck is going on from whatever information is available but okay so this Pizzagate thing, and and first of all, I hate the name because it makes it seem like it's just some little some little scandal involving pizza, and you know maybe somebody bought too much pizza or no 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 no, it's not that. Um, WikiLeaks uh, released a bunch of emails, and people started uh, digging into it, just looking for whatever, looking for whatever. Uh, there was a there was an email about. Uh, Obama spending, I think it was thirty-nine thousand dollars. Don't quote me on that, but you know, spending a, a large sum of money to uh, to ship in pizza and hot dogs from Chicago. Okay, that's a little little strange, little interesting. Okay, uh, so people started looking a bit more, doing searches on the, the, those phrases, uh, hot dogs and pizza, and pizza kept coming up over and over and over again. And very often loaded with uh, sexual innuendo um, in, in out of context where you wouldn't say pizza. Like uh, there's emails where, where guys are talking about, hey, do you want to go get pizza for an hour? Uh, do you, um, uh, the, the, the pizza was great. I prefer the small ones. It, it, it just really, you know, it doesn't, doesn't make sense in the, in the context of pizza. So people started digging. Um, one of the first things uh, people ran across was this concept of spirit cooking, uh, which you, you probably heard about. And uh, so that, that led people to, um, to Marina Abramovich, who is a so-called performance artist. And by performance artist, I mean she carves inverted pentagram, pentagrams into her abdomen. She, uh, you know, is photographed with a bloody, Goat skull. I mean, lots of really satanic stuff. Right. One one quick note on that too yeah. is that uh, the uh, Truth Stream Media put out a really great video on this Absolutely. and did really did their due diligence and showed that I mean, ever the the reflex answer to that is that it's art, right? That this right. is art. I'm misunderstanding it. And what she proved is that um, that what um, the what's what's her name? I just forgot her name. Um, spirit cooking. Oh, uh, Maria Abramovich. Thank you. She she just she she has spoken out about the fact that if it's done on TV, it's not art, right? If it's done through right. a medium like that, it's not considered art. And right. and you know basically you're allowing this into your home when you watch it through TV or your internet. And and she's quoted in saying that. So by definition, what she's saying and what they did and what's recorded is not art, right? And, and so that that goes right out the window. And you know, I, I recommend I'll put that in the show notes. You should check out that video because this spirit cooking thing is, is very, very odd and very disturbing. And it's yeah. and it's definitely not for art for sure. And but anyway, go keep, continue on with your points yeah. there. So uh, so she received money from the Clinton Foundation. So that's a you know, bit interesting. Um, and uh, she is uh, 
been uh, performed at fundraisers for for the uh, for the Clintons and for uh, John Podesta. So John Podesta is the uh, the former campaign manager of um, uh, for Hillary Clinton's campaign. So so that that all kind of caught people's eye. You know, it's not, I I don't know if I call it a smoking gun, but it's a uh, I don't know. It's one step back from a smoking gun. It's a super sketchy, super suspicious. What the heck is going on with this uh, satanic artist? At that, you know, best case scenario, she's a satanic artist, but satanic appearing artist. They're really, really kind of weird. Okay. Um, well, some some of the events she did were at this uh, this place called Comet Ping Pong in uh, in DC, and uh, what people noticed right away was. Uh, Comet Ping Pong has a, a known um, pedophile symbol. There, there are certain symbols that are uh, in the FBI database that it's like secret code for pedophiles to signal each other. Um, and the, this particular one, it's like a, a spiraling triangle. Um, I, I, I can I can stick an infographic into the show notes so people can see. But uh, this this place, this pizza place, has uh, a logo that was very, very reminiscent of this uh, this spiraling triangle. And what's real curious is, is, is a couple of days after people kind of caught on to this, they changed their logo we're, we're, without a word. They just changed the logo on their website. So, and what um, and what we always say about all these kind of things is that you know any one of these can be passed off as a coincidence, right? Like, absolutely. oh well, it could happen. But when you line it all up together. You know, with the emails, with the fact that they were there, and and then you know, with known, you know, pedophile, pedophile, uh, pedophiles, and different people like that associating in the same in the same context, it's it's there's it's too much of a coincidence. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I misspoke. That wasn't Comet Ping Pong. Uh, that was Best of Pizza. Best of mm-hmm. Pizza has has a pedophile symbol in their name. Uh, Comet Ping Pong has some uh, satanic symbols in in their logo. So. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Comet Ping Pong, you have satanic stuff, but you didn't have the pedophile thing. But there are several businesses right on that block that all have pedophile, uh, pedophile uh, symbology in their signs. So people, people are digging deeper, and uh, you know they, they find a business, business where they have, a, have a, a number of events that Maria, Marina Abramovich of the Spirit Vision, she held events at this uh, ping pong, um, uh, Comet Ping Pong establishment. The owner of this establishment is named uh, James Alephantus, which is phonetically very similar to the French for I love boys, Jem uh, L'Enfance. James Alephantus, Jem L'Enfance. Uh, really similar. Could just be a coincidence, but uh, the guy who, <laughs> yeah, the guy who owns this uh, suspected pedophile establishment, it, happens to have a name that sounds like I like little boys or I like children. Uh, all right, very strange. Um, so you, you start looking at this guy's Instagram account, which is now taken down, but a lot of people have it archived and such. Uh, it, the Instagram account was Jimmy Comet. And there are tons of really creepy, creepy images. Um, you know, bunch of bunch of little little kids with really creepy comments. Yeah, it's it's there's you know they were kids taped to the table, yes. you know, and, and there were you yes. know all kinds of weird 
like very, you know, things that cannot be misunderstood. You know, there, there's no weird joking way to first, you know, portray these things. There's, yeah. it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, there, there's no, there's no straight up child porn on here, which you know, thanks to my psyche uh, that that there wasn't. But there, there's a lot of comment comments that are really, really su suggestive. Uh, like one is a, a little girl dressed as a beauty queen, and it says, "I could care less about my beauty. Beauty, I just want my pizza." Supposedly, in in child pornography circles, see, child pornography cheese pizza is the same thing. Pizza just means sorry you're kind of i'm kind of losing you in and out here but i think that yeah i mean all these all these symbols are you know used in these weird pedophile circles is you know essentially that they're all you know that the windows for for different actions and different things it's like a secret pedophile code and it's it's yeah. no joke you know i mean yeah. and i mean that should be said either way is that you know, this topic in itself is very, very serious. And it, it should, yeah. it's just not a joke and it should not be laughed at. It should not be made fun of. I mean, it's something that is, is not only very serious, it's, it's something that is, it's, I mean, based on the information that we're seeing with the email leaks and with, with everything, I mean, there's case studies that go back 50, 60 years that show that this stuff is proven, like straight up proven. I mean, there, we put an article about uh, up a few few days ago that basically laid out six different cases of like some of the ones you mentioned earlier jay of massive pedophile uh, occurrences and uh you know and it's and essentially no one ever got in trouble for any of them and they were tied to big names in government in 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 uh, hollywood and you know I'm, I'm talking kind of the things like where i mean this and this is disgusting so you'd be prepared but to things like where there were 20 30 children who all were diagnosed with chlamydia under the age of five or, or things where they have obvious uh, you know, um, infl uh, inflaming of, of their genitalia and things like that, or that are, and, and you know, s emotional problems that are that are you know, in, that basically it show the, that this this person has undergone some kind of emotional trauma, and right. you know, and, and, and these things. I mean, in, in, in every single one of these cases, to the point to where there's no way a rational person could deny that something happened to these kids, and it's not like they said, oh well, we couldn't figure anything out or we couldn't find the person responsible. They labeled them liars, right. and then just right. moved along. I mean, and, you know, I'll put that in the show notes as well. I mean, these are documented cases in the history of this country that should be alarming to people. And, and now we're seeing this come out in their emails where it's, it's you know, verifiable proof that they're having these conversations. And then to just take a very small step to take to to realize that what they're saying is is verifiable pedophile code. And, and it's I mean, and then, then, you, then you line it up with the 50 coincidences that they're trying to make it sound like there's no other way to see it. I mean, yeah. you know. I, I don't know if you've seen the the video series, and I've only seen some of them because they're absolutely heartbreaking. It's a, 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 a an interview with a, a couple of little kids, a little boy and a little girl. Um, it's called the Hampstead Cover Up. Uh, also called the Papa Eats Babies videos. Is you know people can go to YouTube. It's still on YouTube. Uh, most of these videos have under. <laughs> of course, they, of course, those are going to still be on YouTube while they're censoring all of our our <laughs> alternative yeah, media. Right. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Well, but but it's uh, I would say it's probably semi. It's probably soft censored because most of these videos only have a few hundred views. Uh, so if somebody just goes to YouTube and searches for "Papa Eats Babies," they'll find a whole series, and it's really absolutely heartbreaking. Just you know, we're we're talking about we're not talking about pedophilia in in my opinion anymore. We're we're talking about we're talking about rape, 
torture, murder, and it appears to be cannibalism as well. And it, it, it appears to be at the highest levels of government. Going right. all that's, the, that's, actually, that's actually important to say, too, is that, you know, yeah. all the things you just listed out there, I mean, we're not, it, it, it's, it's not going to do anybody any good for us to really dive into the, the dirtier details of this topic. But the things that Jay just laid out there, these aren't, these aren't like assumptions. This is stuff that's in, in this information we're reading. Like, the, it's, yeah. we can see these disgusting things that are happening. And it's, and it's, 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 you know, you're right. I mean, it, it, it goes into like really dark occult kind of levels, you know, yeah. and it, you know, not occult itself doesn't necessarily mean all bad, but this is like right. really dark, evil occult rituals that date back from a very long time ago that, I mean, it makes sense when you think about the way we consider this ruling elite status that they see themselves as that, you know, even when oh, yeah. you kind of line it up with the whole Royal theory that these people date back to some kind of a bloodline. I mean, it really all lines up with this weird occult, belief they have that they're from some higher group of people oh yeah yeah and uh it, it's a shame tim has dropped off because uh he could give some good information on the bloodline we we're getting into that the other day but i'll uh, I'll, I'll leave that for him uh yeah for, we'll save for, that one for, for an article day. for you guys to see because that's, yeah. that's pretty pretty crazy it's come, we'll come out with that real soon yeah but uh it, it it certainly appears that essentially the organizations that are tasked with protecting children are actually involved in child trafficking the, the the organizations that are tasked with providing justice are actually shielding the criminals everything appears to be upside down it's uh you know inverting the pentagram um everything's upside down uh, we're we're in a we're in a bad spot and you know if, if trump can drain the swamp <laughs> Fantastic, but uh, I, I'm, I'm frankly not op optimistic. I, I, I think this is just another lay layer of the show. Uh, but you know, I, I, I hope I'm wrong. Um, I hope he does more than just puts on a show of draining the swamp. But at least maybe we'll get a show of draining the swamp, and that's better than you know full steam ahead into World War Three. So uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll get we'll get some action to sort of pacify the people. Uh, but I mean, this is this is nasty stuff. Um, a couple of websites. Uh, well, well, back off. Well, here, let me throw out the websites that people can go to for more information. Uh, com has a lot of good stuff compiled. Uh, Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash PizzaGate has a lot of good info, uh, and also the Reddit subform. So that's reddit.com slash r slash operation underscore Berenstain. Not Berenstein, not Berenstein, Berenstain <laughs> with an A. Uh, and actually also the Donald. So reddit.com forward slash r slash d underscore Donald on Reddit. Uh, they're, they're doing a lot of good work on this. And even if it's motivated by partisanship to nail Clinton to the wall, I have no problem with that, uh, but they they have a lot of people uh, doing work, and you know even if it's a uh, happens to be right wingers that are they're getting work done, you know God bless them. So uh, if people want to understand why, why, what's the purpose of this pedophilia, and we keep seeing it coming up over and over again, we see it in. We see it in uh, the, the, the Triple Crown Corporation uh, power centers, don't we? We see it in London. 
Uh, we see it in the Vatican, which is the spiritual center, London being the banking center. We see it in D.C., which is the military center. We see it in Hollywood, which is the uh, mind control center, if you will. So I think we're seeing a pattern, and uh, the, the, the thought occurred to me. Um, the, the word fascist and the word faggot, which is often used as a derogatory term for, for, for gay people, they derive from the same root. Fascist and faggot derive from the word from fascia, which is a, a bundle of sticks, which is a symbol for fascism. I suspect... Okay, so, so, you know, we've heard, we're told that back in early Roman culture, it was just normal for, for men to be buggering little boys. That was just how it was done back in the day. I don't think so. I think that's bullshit. I think that's a smokescreen. I think this whole pedophilia, rape, torture, murder scheme is part of the fascist uh, control grid. Uh, it, it, it's, it's part of their method of of blackmail first of all you get somebody on vi on video doing vile things to a, a toddler or an infant you you have them you know they're going to do whatever you say it also uh it screens your group against infiltration from good people like uh, you or i ryan there there's no way we could get into this club there's just no way it wouldn't be possible so their group cannot get infiltrated by by a man or woman with a good heart because to get into the club, you have to do terrible things to to an, an infant or a toddler. So yeah, that's a that's a great point. It really is when you think about you know it's yeah. it's a barrier against anyone that would want to bring good into the circle. <laughs> yeah, it, it is absolutely that that may either uh, you know want to disrupt the circle or reveal the or expose the circle. So they're kind of uh, insured against that. Uh, and then you have the whole MK Ultra aspect. You have little kids if they're they're raped and abused when they're little they they're you can reprogram them and uh a, a, a really good set of videos to watch on this to try to understand what's the point of of this child abuse is uh kathy o'brien which is she's a, a former mk ultra abuse victim and she lays it out and she lay she named some big names she named some uh you know nixon gerald ford uh Basically, most president. I didn't. I did not hear Jimmy Carter in there, but most most presidents, you know, uh, and and also did not hear about Donald Trump. I wouldn't be surprised if he was wrapped up in this, but I cannot confirm that at all. There's a bit of innuendo, like he he flew on uh, uh, Epstein's plane. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it said that he he did that. And uh, it, it said that, uh, yeah, he, he was in Epstein's uh, little black book. Um, so, so that you know, that, man, he works for us. We got to keep him on a short leash. He's not a he's not a god emperor or anything. He works for us, and we need to make sure he is working for us. And right. if he's if he is involved with this, he needs to go down with the rest of them. Uh, and, and you know, and I, and I pray that he's not. Um, I pray he's one of the good guys, or at least. Not evil incarnate. Maybe I, I, I I'm, uh, I'm not hoping for good guys anymore. I'm just hoping for somebody who's not like a, <laughs> I don't know, a, a satanic sociopath at this point. I have right. It's just an extension of this goal. year's election, right? We're we're looking for not bad any. We're not not looking for good anymore. We're just looking it's for true. not bad. <laughs> it's true. Not 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 completely evil.
right. So yeah, I, you know, and even still, I'm, uh, you know, like I said at the beginning, I'm not 100% sure convinced that uh, the Electoral College won't get overthrown. Uh, I, uh, George Soros definitely seems to think that that is uh, that it's already locked up. Um, and we haven't talked yet about the, uh, the the engineered protests that have been going on all around the country. You know, we've seen evidence that they're busing in protesters on charter buses. Uh, a lot of the, I mean, that's yeah. important. I mean, these are people have documented this that they are yes. bringing them in, as well as the Craigslist Post and any number yep. of things. Craigslist Post, uh, they're pre-printed signs, um, and. You know, Soros, Soros organizations um, move on and such. They're they're agitating. So a lot of these protests, they're they're not organic. Yes, there are upset people. There were some pissed off people. I had a lot of people on my Facebook just, you know, I've been crying all day long. I don't know what to do. And you know, I'm, to to me, my my response inside, I I don't respond to them because it would be a bit mean. But what are you six years old? I mean, come on, you're 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 like almost thirty, and you're you're sitting there bawling your head off. Um, but I mean, I, I get it to some degree because in their minds, the way that they've been propagandized, they think this is the end of the world. I mean, they they genuinely feel that this is like the end of the United States. Yeah. And it's actually a very interesting turn of events when you really think about it. Like like yeah. I can't help but find this slightly humorous as well. In a way, yeah. You know that they're you know. It's it's like okay, we have been. I mean, the alternative media, independent media, for a very long time has been, you know, heralding the the collapse, right? The, the collapse of the dollar, the fall of the totalitarian sure. rule, and these are things that are actually happening. But so we have been the ones telling people there's danger, watch them, and they're the ones looking at us saying we're crazy, right? Yeah. And now somehow something's managed to flip this entire system on its ear, where now they're the ones out saying the world's doomed, and we're going, hey, calm down a little bit. Like <laughs> you know, it's like it's pretty yeah. interesting to see it flipped. And I think their, their their fundamental problem is that. It, it to them it, it begins and ends with Donald Trump, and that's very short sighted of them as we've shown. Right. It's it goes much further than Donald Trump. I mean, it's this is some that's what I think they need to see at the end of the day is like we've said in the beginning is that this is a establishment problem. This is the entire system that's the problem, and right. you know from PizzaGate we're talking about to paying you know Soros paying here as well as the Charlotte riots or anything that he's paying the Black Lives Matter movement to initiate this chaos yeah. to create what we're seeing whether or not Trump or Clinton had won. Yeah, and and, reflect on that. Yeah, uh, and if people want to dig more into Soros and uh, his operations, this is just the U.S. is just the latest in a long strain of countries that he has helped to overthrow or attempt to overthrow. You know, we're talking Ukraine. Uh, I think Ecuador had an overthrow. Um, they tried it in Hong Kong. They tried it in Russia. Uh, they they did it in in Libya. Um, it, so the, look up uh, color revolutions. This is this is practically a template. If 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 you understand the way this guy works, it's it's really obvious what's going on. And he he's not being shy about it. Uh, he's he's been pretty explicit. And you know you know to him it's just it's just business on a very high level. And you know. A, a business, a corporation by its nature is sociopathic. They don't, they don't make money off of making people happy. They make money off of, you know, making money and gaining power, gaining influence with governments, controlling government. He's quoted saying that it's an amoral process. Yeah. I mean, he, he's literally quoted in saying that what he does, it, that guilt doesn't play into it. That what he, right. his actions he's taking are amoral. Right. And, you know, I mean, when you think about what that means for a person that, and it's also scary to think that he, 
to some degree considers what he's doing like the greater good. Like he it actually convinced himself that what he's doing is for the benefit of the world. And think about what that means, how scary that might be for the average person. That he let's say he somehow thinks that your death is better for the world. Right. And he's gonna go through with that because he feels like it betters everyone. That's a very that's alarming. And it shouldn't yeah. be one man's choice or one group's choice to make that call. Yeah. And that interview you mentioned, it's a actually an old sixty minutes interview interview and it's on uh, it's on YouTube again. It uh, recently resurfaced. So if people want to look for Soros 60 Minutes on uh, YouTube, they can find that. It's a good interview. Now, you got to keep in mind it's very, very softballed and uh, soft-pedaled because it's, it is uh, corporate media, you know, interviewing George Soros, who is a multi-multi-billionaire. And uh, they're not going to say really nasty things about him. But uh, reading between the lines, it's, uh, it, it's kind of plain to see. Right. So, uh, yeah, they're calling this the Purple Revolution. Um, and uh, just as... Uh, as the Clintons were wearing purple on their concession speech. I don't think that was a concession speech. I think that was them saying, game on. You know, <laughs> we're going to do this purple revolution thing. Now, it appears to be fizzling. I could be wrong, but I think it's fizzling. But Soros doesn't give up easy. He's going to keep pushing and keep pushing and pushing. And, you know, if, if Trump isn't controlled by the same faction as Soros, Man, they're they're putting up a really good illusion, uh, you know, of of making it look like Trump is opposition. They're they're doing a really good job of that. I I, I gotta say, so. it's possible that he's not even aware of it though. Too, that's a very plausible outcome. Is that you know that he's been kind of pushed in this, you know, manipulating his ego and, and the kind of person that he is to get him to yeah. follow through with this. It's possible. I don't think it's likely, but it's definitely it's possible. possible. I don't think you can do business on that high level and not understand how. Uh, the the mechanics of a banana republic essentially is all mm. it is. It's, it's just uh you know taking over a government to to implement policies that are more beneficial to my business, and that's all it is. It's just business on a very very high level, um, and to us it's wars and overthrows, but to him it's just uh it's business moves, and uh, you know really really disgusting business moves that's hurting a lot of people. But uh, yeah, right. Well, I would say that's a that's a great note to end on, as far as you know. We really reflect on the fact that as an as an establishment, or even as an individual within that establishment, that their moves stem from a place of personal gain and profit, as opposed right. to the greater good. I mean, that's what we can see across the board, and that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, especially following this election circus that we just witnessed. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we need to we need to really make sure that we are standing back and reflecting on the things that we've learned over the last eighteen months. And the right. things that we now know, whereas 18 months ago, we assumed they were not true or I just didn't want to believe, right? right? So, you know, just it's important to stay vigilant, keep up with what's going on in the news, join us every week on this show and make sure you keep up on what's really happening. I hope you join us next time, Jay. It was good to have you on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Well, stay, good, stay vigilant, guys, and always follow the change. Be the change.